0: Hi everyone, I'm Kian Nadimir. Welcome to Maisa Yoga Paris, Closer Together. A collaboration between myself and sound artist, Yotam Agam. Our shala has closed its physical space for the time being, but this sacred refuge lives in all of us. These droplets are our way of supporting your practice through this time, helping to create an inner shala where we can always meet and move closer together as a community. This is our gift to you. If you want to know more about Mysore Yoga Paris Borderless Online Shala, my international teaching schedule, or wish to sign up to our newsletter to receive more free resources, please visit MysoreYogaParis.com. This talk is a recording from my philosophy session in our borderless online shala on June 17, 2020, less than a month after the murder of George Floyd. It's a talk about suffering, protest, solidarity, and compassion. How to undo our deepest conditioning to run away from fear and discomfort and awaken our heart to compassion. This is a podcast in two parts, the first being this talk and the second is a meditation directly inspired by its message. Thank you for listening. The Buddhist Ajahn Chah writes, We are not here just to gain pleasure and avoid pain. We are here to grow in wisdom and compassion, to grow in the path of awakening. The first noble truth of Buddhism is that existence entails suffering. There is enormous pain and injustice in our cultures, our society and our world but how difficult it is to fully embrace this truth. One of the main purposes of protest, such as the ones we see today ignited by the murder of George Floyd, is to reveal suffering usually hidden, not seen, heard or acknowledged. And I bow in solidarity. Not because being white makes me guilty, but because I allow racism to continue whenever I don't listen deeply. When I don't speak up or acknowledge how I gain from systemic racism because it simplifies my life. When this happens, I'm adding to the suffering. The root of the suffering and harm we cause is ignorance or not-knowing, avidya, stemming from this basic delusion of being separate, the opposite of yoga which means oneness or union. On a global scale, ignorance manifests as injustice, racism, exploitation and violence. Traditional Buddhist texts describe compassion as the tenderness of the heart in the face of suffering. The English noun compassion comes from Latin and it means to suffer with or co-suffering. We often think of compassion as something soft and rosy but in reality compassion is quite rough. When we truly take in the pain of another, we quickly find ourselves out of our comfort zone, having to deal with the rawness of reality, vidya in Sanskrit, clear seeing. And believe it or not, this is actually what Patanjali defines as the very purpose of yoga. Counter to what our Instagram feed tells us, the practice of yoga is not an experience enhancer for the perfect moments in life, nor is it a self-improvement project. The practice of yoga is simply the willingness to be present, to invite every moment into awareness with a friendly curiosity. And to turn towards reality and lean into suffering in this way runs completely counter to our deepest conditioning, the root cause of suffering, avidya, the spiritual blindness that inhibits us from being with things as they are. writes that since I was a young man, I've tried to understand the nature of compassion. But what little compassion I have learned has not come from intellectual investigation, but from my own actual experience of suffering. Compassion is the willingness of our heart to be touched by pain, our own and others. To be present with uncomfortable truths about ourselves and the world, without judgment. Because we don't learn from what we already know, we learn from our mistakes. And can we be caring, open and honest with our mistakes, our own blindness, so that we can fully absorb the teachings it holds? When we relate to suffering with care and attention, rather than resistance, we begin to undo our deepest habits to run away from pain and discomfort, and we awaken our heart to compassion. One who lives fully from compassion is called a Bodhisattva. And the Tibetan meditation master Chögyam Trungpa explains that taking the Bodhisattva vow implies that instead of holding on to our own individual territory and defending it with tooth and nail, we become open to the world that we are living in. And this understanding comes of course with much personal responsibility, but also great possibility to allow these very circumstances to be the grounds for love, compassion and growth, both as individuals and as a larger community, as society. we too often look for signs of progress in practice on our yoga mat more advanced postures perfecting our handstand but progress in practice do not show up on our yoga mat real growth in yoga only occurs when our practice our inner work translates into our relationships the one we have with ourselves and the world around us And real compassion takes courage. The compassionate heart is unafraid to open to the world and this fundamental generosity and goodness is our own true nature. It evolves from what the Buddha calls our interdependence, that we are all interconnected and part of a larger community called the innermost Sangha. The more deeply we understand our shared experience, the more tender our heart grows. And Chögyam Trungpa writes that real fearlessness is a product of tenderness. You're willing to open up without resistance or shyness and face the world. It is this tender heart of a warrior that has the power to heal the world. All uh-huh. right.